This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. W-A-B-C. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Former President Donald Trump let that judge have it at his New York civil fraud trial, accusing the judge of bias of having an agenda and then staging his own competing press conference from one of his buildings, which happens to be in lower Manhattan, the iconic 40 Wall Street skyscraper in lower Manhattan. And this is a case, as we all know, that could see the ex-president find some $370 million. You'll hear what he had to say in just one second. That is the former president. Mayor Adams, it seems like things are slowly returned, step by step, going in the right direction. The administration definitely considering curfews at New York City migrant shelters amid panhandling complaints. The mayor considering instituting curfews if you have them for American homeless people, they should have been in place on day one for migrants. But curfews at migrant shelters in the city amid complaints about residents at some of them going into nearby neighborhoods at night begging for money. And our migrant situation is so bad. It's so bad that our story here in New York was the lead story in Chicago on television. The fallout as it as it continues, as it should, over the migrants at Floyd Bennett Field in Brooklyn, New York, where they were relocated to James Madison High School on Tuesday night due to severe weather. The students at the school then had to transition to remote learning. You will hear that in just a second. And also, that New York City driver is speaking out after confronting what he called the idiot, and they are, anti-Israel protesters near the Manhattan Bridge. The man stating that he had to get home. And can, can you hear those crickets? Do you folks hear those crickets? Because I hear them. They're coming from the prosecutor in Georgia. Oops. One of the prosecutors on that case, Nathan Wade, as we mentioned the other night, this man came out with what appeared to be a handgun. And this is, of course, after the bombshell allegation that he is allegedly having an affair and he's married. Oops. Even though he just filed for divorce 
uh, with the district attorney, Fannie Willis, the affair allegations. And um, it's interesting because when, when the prosecutor was talking about Trump, boy, she had a lot to say. Now she's not in front of the cameras too much at all. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. First, I want you to listen to what President Trump had to say as he teed off against the New York State Attorney General, Letitia James. We've proven this case so conclusively. Uh, We've asked for directed verdict many times. Uh, They don't have any facts. They don't have any evidence against us. Millions and millions of pages, years of litigation, and all politically motivated. She campaigned on a I will get Trump. If you've ever seen any of the, uh, seen any of her clips, the horrible clips, actually, the anger. She's got serious Trump derangement syndrome. There's no question about Letitia James, the corrupt attorney general of New York. So we've proven our case. There's not one witness against us other than one person who is a, a deranged. He's got a lot of problems. He's a man who's uh, been convicted of lying. He's a felon, convicted felon, and uh, not a good person. But that's their only witness, and he's now crashed and burned. They have no witnesses. And by the way, that witness took back everything that he said. He took back everything he said in court, took it all back. So they have no case. It's a shame that a thing like this is able to happen. Uh, Businesses leave New York. Uh, She went after Exxon, and they decided to move to Texas. And uh, hundreds of millions of dollars they pay in taxes. I paid over $300 million of taxes over the last number of years. $300 million. And uh, they don't recognize that. They don't recognize anything. So not think of it, not one witness millions of pages of document, years of this nonsense, and now it goes on. And one other factor, we won this case already in the Court of Appeals. The Court of Appeals voted in favor of us. But this judge has been very, very slow to accept that opinion because that's not the opinion that he wants. But we won in the Court of Appeals. That's the boss of this judge. He has to know that. Well, folks, you know, all I can tell you is that uh, to any institution or business that has paid $300 million in taxes into the coffers of the state and city, I would have a lot of respect for that institution or that individual. But as we all now know, that's not the case when it comes to Donald Trump. Uh, he's treated quite differently. So here's how you know things are bad. And we see your calls. We're going to go to them in just a couple of minutes. Here's how you know things are bad with the migrant crisis. I want you to listen to Fox 32 Chicago News. I want you to listen to what one of their lead stories happened to be. It was on the New York situation at the Brooklyn High School where the migrants took priority over the high school students. Listen to this. News alert out of New York City. Students are being forced to learn online as nearly 2,000 migrants move into their school. Nate Foy is live in Brooklyn with the latest with what's going on. Nate, what, what can you tell us about this? 
Uh, well, good morning. I can tell you that a couple state assemblymen and concerned parents just spoke moments ago, and they are very upset that the students at this school, 3,600 students, are learning remotely today because of those nearly 2,000 migrants uh, that moved in last night at the city's uh, direction. Those migrants, because the weather is a bit better today uh, than it was last night, have since been moved back to their tent facility. That happened at 4.30 this morning, but the impact continues for the students today. They're learning remotely. All sports practices have been canceled. And we just heard from concerned parents saying that some teachers aren't even showing up for the remote learning sessions. So they say uh, that this really is not a situation that they're comfortable with. That was a lead story in Chicago, not New York City, out of Chicago. I want you to listen to a council member fighting the good fight on this issue. Council member Joanne Ariola. Here's what she had to say as it relates to Floyd Bennett Field and Madison High School. Well, Floyd Bennett Field, just to give you a little background, they see one million visitors per year. That is our national park. That's our green space. What's happened now is it's turned into a migrant base camp. When I was there today, I saw a number of, of migrants coming out with their school children with backpacks on, walking you know, to the, to the entrance, which is quite a distance from the base camp and each of them seemed quite downtrodden. And then to learn that that over at the school where that school had to be remote and those 4,000 students were disrupted, not only are they not going to be able, didn't, were not able to go to school today, but they will not be able to have their winter dance this, this evening because of this. This cannot go on. So when we said Floyd Bennett Field is a bad place for migrants, and because it's unsafe, no one should be there and residing there temporarily or any any long term. We were right. No one wants to listen. Even to today, when I spoke with the mayor's office, they said, well, we have nowhere else to put people. And I said, well, you shouldn't put them in places where they are not safe. And Floyd Bennett Field has proven itself to be not safe. And the council member, that is council member Joanne Ariola. Her message to Mayor Adams. He has to stop the influx of migrants into our city. And he also has to put pressure on his legal department to not compromise with the judge regarding the consent decree for right to shelter here in the city. He has to make sure that it is followed to the letter of the law, which is that only homeless New Yorkers need to be given shelter, not migrants who are crossing 20 different countries to get here to our city. Very, very interesting and so accurate. We see your calls from Long Island to New Jersey to New York City. We are about to start with them. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can reach me on Twitter. You can send me a comment there or X, whatever you want to call it, uh, at Dominic TV uh, if the lines are busy right now. But if you keep trying, eventually you will get through, hopefully. You could reach me at my uh, other media on Facebook and Instagram, Dominic Carter TV. So before we go to the first call, I want you to hear this. The New York City driver, remember the protesters, the anti-Israel protesters, those, those, uh, what's the right word I'm looking for? Losers, those individuals, when they were blocking uh, near the Manhattan Bridge and he jumped out of his car and pushed two of the uh, protesters because he lost his cool 
and he's speaking out. And he says he lost his cool because he had to get home. He was caught on videotape confronting the anti-Israel protesters, and he says he felt like a hostage. I want you to listen to his words, why he got out of his car, why he shoved the anti-Israel protesters, and why he was so frustrated. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm going to be speaking sort of impromptu, but... I also am going to be reading from some notes that I have here because I want to share my thoughts completely and in a timely fashion. All right. I want to start by saying thank you to the many people who have demonstrated positive support for me after seeing what happened in that video. As one can imagine, all of this attention on social media and the publication of my face on the front page of the New York Post has been somewhat difficult to deal with. There have been some unkind comments sent my way, but I'm not worried about them. I'm more grateful for those who have been kind during all of this. Now I would like to share my side about what happened in that video you have all seen. I was on my way home, wanting nothing more than to be where I needed to be. I wish that I had not been captured on video in such an angry state and behaved in such a way, but I could not allow those people to impede my passage and in essence hold me hostage. I love this country that I live in. I am blessed to be an American. I say that because we as citizens of this country have the right to peacefully protest so long as we do not break the law, such as disrupting traffic on the roadways. I wish that I did not have to resort to the actions that I did, but I had to get home. I want to end this video by saying I do not condone any human beings that are being killed in any wars. I am saddened to see the things that go on in this world that we are living in and pray that there is a true change for global peace. Thank you all. God bless you. Notice what the man said. I love this country. I think that that's what nine and three quarters out of 10 of us believe, except for these loser protesters on the migrant front, on the migrant front. So there are reports of uh, migrants uh, selling joints and food while ignoring calls to leave Randall's Island as the Mayor Adams is promising a new security uh, review. They are almost in defiant, not almost, they are in defiant, folks that have been um, uh, put out, and they're camping outside the uh, 2,000-bed site, right? And the Parks Department keeps tearing down the encampment. They keep putting it back up. So the question becomes, why are they not in handcuffs? What's up with the kid gloves treatment? The NYPD is towing cars. Thank God where migrants uh, are have been sleeping outside what's being called New York City's new Ellis Island Hotel. The NY- Look at the nerve of this. For the migrants to sleep in cars outside the, if you will, the new Ellis Island Hotel. More than a half dozen cars. And um, the cars were hooked up by police tow trucks. One was a white Mitsubishi uh, Lancer that had a a flat tire and Washington State plates. Um, And these vehicles were out front and people had their bedding in the cars. Why are those vehicles on the street? If they're sleeping on the street, why why is all of this being tolerated? There should be zero tolerance for anything that these mig- migrants engage in. 
Let's start with your telephone calls, folks. Let's go to Deborah in New Jersey. Good morning, Deborah. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Wait, Deborah, I, I can't hear you. Is there something wrong with your line? No, it sounds like you're on a bad call. I don't know what's right, if you get, if you give us a call. Are you there, Deborah? No, you're you're not there. Okay, let's go to uh, let's go to Sandra in New Jersey. Good morning, Sandra. What's on your mind? Oh, good morning, Dominic. I wanted to ask you: Is Eric Adams? I know I'm happy that you feel he's doing better and he's taking actions, and I agree on that. Is he in charge of the uh, Metropolitan Transit Authority because? They just spent seven hundred thousand for new, um, like you know, when right. you go we, in. We talked start... about this last night. Well, go ahead. Oh, I, I wasn't here last night. I'm sorry, okay. I missed it. So I wanted to know: um, is this? A, did they fix the problem, or or did they waste seven hundred thousand dollars, or what? They wasted seven hundred thousand dollars on these new okay. uh, machines to stop people from uh, hopping the trains. The mayor has a uh-huh. say, but the governor has more of a say with the MTA. Um, it, it, it's more a state agency and it appears that it was a waste of money because with the wave of a hand in the right spot, you could still get on the, on the subway system, uh, for, for free. Thank you so much, Sandra, for the call. Let's go to Danny in New York. Good morning, Danny. You're on talk radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Mr. Dominic. Um, Good morning. I know the, good morning. I know the crime system, you know, the jails and stuff, and I can open my mind to understand why you're disliked to the Philistine protests when they, you know, they be blocked in side streets and stuff. I understand that's not your, you know, your preference. But to be suggesting, pulling them in the island of Rikers, sir, if you saw the things that I saw, you would never, you would never be suggesting that. Are you aware the toilets don't flush? Are you aware you can't be sneezing the wrong way? It can't be who blocked cares? in side streets. Uh, uh, Danny, with all, with Danny, with all due respect, who cares? I'm supposed to care about how those protesters are going to be treated? That's well, you're mis- But Danny, Danny, I'm going to let you have your say. And I, I appreciate the way you're approaching me. You're doing it in a very respectful way. Appreciate it, right? But why should I be concerned with how protesters are treated that are trying in every way possible to inconvenience all of New York? Why should I care about them? I understand. Well, everyone deserves a hot shower. Don't be black inside streets. I'm for that. But don't restrict nobody from a hot shower, sir. You know, they say about marbles, when you're young, you play with them. When you're old, you lose them, man. Uh, listen, no one, nobody deserves to to lose a hot shower. That's all. Okay, you okay. Don't. So wait, Danny. Danny, so let me ask you a question before you go. As they are being released, they're still vowing they're going to do it again. So what? The, how do you suggest they be dealt with? I'm not, sure, I'm, I'm not sure, sir. But I don't think restricting human beings' rights from a hot shower, you know, or things like that is is the way we should go about this. That's that's just all. That's all. Okay, I I respect what you're saying, Danny, but I I respectfully disagree with you. If they don't have a shower for five days, I'm fine with that. But thank you for the call, Danny. As a matter of fact, uh, I would consider that poetic justice for what you're doing, blocking the streets of New York City. You don't get a shower? Good luck with that. You should have thought about that before you blocked the traffic. You should have thought about that. Let's see here. Let's go to uh, let's go to Ralph uh, on Staten Island. Good morning, Ralph. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Ralph, are you with me? Okay, Ralph is not there. Let's go to Stephen in Brooklyn. Good morning, Stephen. What's on your mind? 
Good morning to you, Dominic. Dominic, it's very important what you've been talking about, but I'd like to bring something to you and the other listeners' attention that may have gone beyond what people are focusing on. That is the upcoming Iowa caucuses this coming Monday and how that should it should be a huge win for former President Trump. He may very well win a majority. However, with the Democratic Party in full panic mode, I absolutely see big, dirty tricks behind the scenes, Dominic, and I want to bring it to your, to your attention, everyone else. And that is, as you know, Michelle Obama has said recently she's terrified. Our own military, our own the national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, didn't even know that uh, Defense Secretary Austin was uh, in the hospital. So they're totally in disarray. Are we to believe for a second? that the timing of all of a sudden these U.S. and British strikes against uh, the Houthis in Yemen, don't get me wrong, they're bad people, but the timing of it right before President Trump will probably deservedly get the biggest publicity he has had since 2020 for the comeback, that's what everyone should be talking about Monday. All of a sudden, as we get to the weekend, it seems like we're getting close to a big regional war And it seems like that could be, again, we don't know for sure, but it can definitely not be ruled out. That could be their plan to deny President Trump the publicity he needs to the Americans, that we need a big change. So I smell something really bad, Dominic, and I hope that that's not the case. But with this White House, nothing could be ruled out because Monday should be a huge Publicity-wise, I heard you, you, Stephen. You're now repeating it. Um, I'm not a big conspiracy guy. I'm I'm not. There are other hosts that will engage with you all night long or all day long with conspiracies. Um, For Trump on Monday, it's going to be about expectations. Does he beat expectations? And I I believe he will. I believe that he's going to have a great victory. But and 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 Iowa is really just the you know I don't mean to un, undermine Iowa. I've been there several times covering the Iowa caucuses, but it'll be a headline for that night, maybe one or two days more, and then it's in the past. Now maybe there's something to what you're saying, Stephen. I'm not, I'm not minimizing what you're saying. Maybe the timing is questionable. But I'm I'm just not a big conspiracy guy. I mean, the, the, can you respect what I'm saying, Stephen? I I hear what you're saying. Do you hear what I'm saying? I, oh, 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 I totally respect what you're saying. But but historically, with Iowa, they're saying Trump may win a majority. Not even George W. Bush in 2000 won a majority. I think he won something like 43 percent, and that was considered a big deal. So if Trump wins a majority, the mainstream media is still focusing on oh. But who is the distant number two between Haley and DeSantis? Right. right. So, so, so what I'm trying to say, Stephen, if, if you're waiting for the mainstream media, no matter what happens on Monday, to give Trump his due, you're going to be holding your breath for a long time. Because oh, it, I, it, I, yeah. p- part of the story is who comes in second place, which means that who has to get out. But they're not, they're not going to play Trump the way, the way that it should be played. And so, you know, maybe you're on to something about a conspiracy in terms of the timing of this uh, of this right now. But thank you. Thank you so much for the call. Before we take a break, let's go to Warren in Deposit, New York. Good morning, Warren. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
Thank you for taking my call, Dominic. You're a great uh, accommodator. Thank um, you. My, in my opinion, okay, I'm from upstate New York, and I'm in the process. I'm a, a retired New York State trooper, and I'm filling in, and I'm heading to Florida. Um, I want to get out of New York before uh, the state, uh, before the big crash comes through. This is a big reminder to everyone of what de Democrats do to a city, do are doing to our country. They are destroying. You allowed those immigrants to come in. You, you treated them with hand-fit gloves. You gave them everything under the sun. And now the money is just not there. And these guys are defiant. Because the reason why they're defiant is you give it, it's just like a kid. You give them everything, and then you try to take it away from them. What is the kid going to do? They're going to defy back. No, no, they, they, so, they, Warren, they are defiant because they never had respect for America to begin with. All America was was an opportunity for them to use, period. That's why oh, they're defiant oh, oh, because they think they're owed this, and that's why they should be shown the door and thrown out the country. And that's because... Joe Biden and his administration has openly, in my opinion, treason. And when he did that speech about George Washington, he forgot the part that George Washington, if you committed treason, he thought nothing. He'd shoot you. He'd have you in front of a firing squad. And they are committing treason against our country. They are not protecting us. They are not protecting our borders. They, they uh, you know, I, I, I can't see very little that he's done good in all the time he's been in office. Well, and, I, and, I, yeah. I, I, hear, I hear you, Warren, but you, you know what's interesting? Because if you talk to the Trump haters, they will tell you that Biden is not that bad. Oh, things are getting better. Oh, you know, his age, we're all going. In other words, it's a million excuses. And it's just amazing to me that, you know, 50 percent. This election is really it has nothing to do with no disrespect to President Biden. This re, this election is a referendum on Trump, whether you love Trump, whether you like Trump or whether you hate Trump. That's the bottom line. Warren. To, if you go back to the the, 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 the the debates back when Trump and Biden, he told everybody what he was going to do. And people still voted for him. And, you know, like I say. When you say he, uh, which candidate are you referring to? Joe Biden. He told everybody what he was going to do. That, that you know, he was what, what his plans were. And, and people still voted for him. I don't, under, I, I don't get the concept. And down there in New York, I don't care how good a Republican is. They are never going to be elected because it's a liberal democratic city it has been since the beginning of new york city that's why uh, england got to take new york city over without even firing a bullet because they don't have any fight into them it's, it's the liberals don't have they don't believe in fighting hmm well warren um i you know i i, I hate to see you leave the state uh especially considering your service as a state trooper all those years but we do wish you the best. Thank you very much for the call. It is now time for a break. When we come back, we're going to Long Island. I see we have quite a few calls from Long Island and Brooklyn. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
We will be right back. Talk Radio 77 This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. I'm looking at my ex, my Twitter account, and I see there's a comment from Helen Borrell. And Helen says, Dear Dominic, wondering what yours and your audience's thoughts are about Texas Governor Greg Abbott's new law authorizing police to arrest people suspected of crossing the Rio Grande between ports of entry he also signed a bill earmarking over $1 billion for more border barriers. I say, Helen, more power to uh, Governor Abbott. Somebody's got to stand up to this. Somebody has to try and do something. But the problem is the Justice Department, uh, and they already have him in court over this, everything Abbott does, the Justice Department runs to court in a New York minute, and they get it overturned. So it, this may happen for a little while. But the Biden administration is going to find a way to overturn this. I I support it. I support it. If you think we're complaining about migrants, imagine what Texas must be going through. Right back to your telephone call, Steve in Brooklyn. Good morning, Steve. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Steve, are you with me? Okay, Steve is not there. Let's go to Denise on Long Island. Good morning, Denise. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. It's nice to speak with you again. Dominic, um, from day one, Biden opened up the floodgates with migrants coming into this country. I am watching my country change the fabric of who we are into a third world nation. I have a question for you. I have seen where 
the, the Democrats and the administration will stoop to no lower ground than we can imagine to affect this election. Can the migrants have an impact on the election? I feel as if our liberties are being taken away from us. When, we're when you say when you can, say can they have an impact on the election, you have to yes. define for me a little more of what you mean. Um, can they set up a situation where after when the election actually gets here, that they are able to vote and certainly they're going to vote for a Democrat? Not, not certainly not in this election coming up. Not not in this election. Not with Trump. Now, not with Trump. Well, well, there, there's no way uh, if, if there's no time for, for any of that to happen. Now, I don't know, Denise, what may happen years down the road, but it's not going to happen with, with this current election, period. I see. It, 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 okay. it will not happen. But but there Thank are other you. things that we go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you know, no, you're the one with all the information. No, I no, no, no. I was just going to say that there are other issues that that are at play. And that is, you know, this nonsense with trying to keep Trump off the ballot and uh, and so on. But but there's right. no way they can vote. Go ahead, Denise. OK, so our liberties are being taken away from us. Our our, our definition as the United States of America is is no longer a valid statement. I mean, I'm getting very worried about us becoming like a world third world country. I mean, I don't see anybody standing up for us and for our liberties. Our liberties are being stripped away from us each day. And we hear from Biden only low life, nasty rhetoric. I mean, this is very, very dangerous territory that we're in. And unless Trump gets in. I hear you, Denise, and I I hear you, and I agree with you, and that's why I've been trying to ring the alarm bell. Thank you so much for the call. Let's go to Alex in Queens. Good morning, Alex. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. It's uh, great speaking to you. I respect you highly since New York won. And I just want to know you're, yeah, you're highly, highly respected. Uh, what do you see as where are we going to go at the rate that we're going with all these migrants here on the gimme, gimme, gimme side? These people are not here like the other immigrants that were that came to this country years back ago, including my, my parents that came here. They were here to work, and they were here to better themselves, to learn the language. They encouraged the children to work. It was a different time. Now it's all about the gimme, the stealing. It's just a different rhetoric, like... When you take out of society, like, I don't know, religion and, like, uh, lawlessness, I mean, where do you see this going, Dominic? I would just want to know your expert opinion. Where do you see us going at the rate that we're going, it, taking all these people and the way that they're acting, behaving, and our police is being taken away? Uh, we don't have enough funds for them. We have the lowest police rate that there is right now. Where do you see us going, Dominic? I'm just going to shut up and listen to where you see us No, no, I, I, don't, I don't want you to shut up because you, you asked an excellent question, and I, I will try and answer it to the best of my ability. I, I believe strongly that Democrats, certainly 90% of Democrats, believe that they are uh, playing to their base by letting migrants in. They think that they will be rewarded from their debate by their base. And maybe, maybe they will, Alex, maybe they will. I I don't know. 
but certainly they're hoping that it's going to energize their base. Maybe it will. I'm hoping that it will energize more the rest of us to not just complain, but turn out and vote. Where we're going with this is very negative. It's very negative. You have migrants here now. Like, I, 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 I don't want to get in trouble, but I feel that we are getting the lowest pedigree of individuals from these countries. And they have no respect for anything. And they're all about, as you just mentioned, they're all about getting over. This is what I've been saying from day one. So when you look at, Alex, our police being cut, when you look at migrants basically telling police, screw you, we're going to do civil disobedience here, and the police are not allowed to lock them up immediately because the district attorney won't process the arrests, it's not the police fault, I wouldn't arrest them either if my supervisor said no and if the district attorney won't won't prosecute. We, we, what I'm trying to say, Alex, we're, we're in a bad, bad position. And I don't see I don't see how this gets fixed anytime soon. How do you see it? I, I see it in total anarchy. I mean, because they're not being arrested. They know that anything they do, you know what what scam they're pulling. And I don't know how like these uh, applications haven't seen. So one of the scams that they have, you see how they're all doing deliveries, people who have papers and who can go on these apps are renting them apps at $300 to Postmates, the uh, Uber Eats. So you get an app and you, and you rent and you open it and you rent it to one of them. So now that, that migrate gives you three to $400 a week off of that application. That's how they're getting all these deliveries. That's how they're on the apps. And I don't know how they don't do it, how the rebels do that. You have to like uh, show your face you know, kind of how you have to ID your, your, you know how you open up your phone with, with your, your face like that? They don't, they're not, yes. the applications are not doing that. So once you open up an application, you can rent it. And then the migrants are giving it, like, let's say the one does it in the morning, the other one does it at night, and they're 24-7 on the go. That's how they have all these Vespas, and they're going around. And these people have, like you said, they're the low of the pedigree. It's like what, what Cuba did in the 80s, that they released everybody, all the, prisoners all the mental people i mean they they just they just come in by the boatloads and and alex wait i want you to stay with me for a second when i say the lowest of pedigree i'm really being nice and diplomatic compared to what i really want to say but one more time explain this scam to me i'm trying to get it here mentally okay 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 so this is how it goes you i go and i open up a uber eats application so now that's me it's alex no okay. problem. So then I, I go to a migrate, or the migrates are going to the people, and it's mainly a lot of the barbers that are doing this in, in Queens, in the Bronx. So now now that I have this application, I can rent it to the migrate to go work. You understand what I'm saying? So, so, you become, so, you're, so you're like the contractor, and you're subcontracting it out. Yes, yes, that's exactly what's going on, and that's how they're they're moving around, doing deliveries everywhere. And you okay, go, but 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 how can they make enough money to kick back to you three hundred dollars a week? Are you kidding me? They're on those bikes twenty four seven, and God knows what else they're doing. I mean, most of them are stealing. Did you see the video uh, that what happened in the mall in Queens that they just went in there and blatantly tried to rob the place? 
I heard about the Bloomingdale situation with the sunglasses. No, 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 no. I, I, I will tag you to, to that video that's out there. It's up on an application called Coronavirus, New York City Matters. But this is what they're doing. And they're all over the city. Next time you order something, if you have ordered those apps, look at the guy's face who's doing the delivery. It's not going to match. Right. Well, I, that, you know what? I will, but I really, you know, Alex, may, maybe I'm cheap, but I, I don't understand the logic. Call me cheap. I don't understand the logic of me ordering food for someone to deliver it. I've got to trust them with my food. I'm okay with that. But then I got to tip them. So, you know, and basically pay for it, right? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's more expensive when you order like that. But some people want McDonald's right now and they don't want to leave their house. So they want a food from a diner or whatever. And they pick up the call. They're on 24 7. My, uh, my aunt lives in Astoria near Long Island City. And you have to see, you think that these bikes are for sale there. The amount of, of uh, Vespas, e bikes that they have. And those bikes are at a. Uh, $2,000, 1500 $1,000. Right. They're not cheap. So Look they're at some of, the money. Hey, Alex, I got to move on. Thank you for the wonderful call. Look at some of the strollers. And again, what I said before, look at the designer clothing. Before I take a break for the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, let's go to Linda on Long Island. Good morning, Linda. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I just have to tell you, you are the best. And well, also, you. that was very interesting what Alex said. But unfortunately, with your show, what happens is I don't get to go to bed on time because I have to stay up for you. <laughs> but the reason why I'm calling is I want to shout out to that man that stood up to these animal protesters that could care less about human life, shutting down airports, shutting down everything. And good for him. The, I don't want to say ordinary, a working man that had some level of dignity that said, I'm not going to put up with this. Right, and but by Linda, the but, way, but, but Linda, but here's the problem. He came mighty close to losing it. What happens when somebody loses it? I know. And they'll be the innocent victim. But remember, these so-called protesters, these people are supporting animals that put babies in microwaves, decapitated civilians with garden tools. I mean, they're not these are not protesters that are interested in human life. They're just anarchists. They're communists. And they want to take down our country. And I want that man to know that my friends and I think that he's a hero. And hey, I Linda, do, do me a favor before I take this break. Can you please repeat that last line if you could remember it? Which one about them being animals and decapitating people and, 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 and putting and, babies and, in and microwaves? Professional protesters. The last yes, line communists. you just said. Go ahead. They're, they're communists, and their yes. sole objective is to take down our country. And this man is a hero, and I want him to know that a, that people admire him for what he did. And, yes, I fear because, number one, I'm sure that he's getting threats now. Fortunately, they don't know who his family is. And also— Yeah, he, he um, pointed out that some comments have been made that are not very nice that, about that's him. That's right. That's right. And that's what you get now. He's collateral damage of a society that is not willing to impose a morality that has abandoned people like him and people like us and and the people that listen to your show. But I admire him. And and when I saw what happened, I sent this around to my friends. I said, this is a hero. 
Well, Linda, thank you for that call. Boy, I could not have said that better uh, myself. You just did a wonderful job. Thank you for articulating as it relates to that man that stood up to those loser anti-Israel protesters. We are going to take a break. Dominic Carter here with you. When we come back to Chronicles of Dominic Carter, we will be right back with more of your calls. WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Things that make no sense. The other day, I spoke to Tony and Matt Blaze about the fact, is it just me? But, you know, I'm, I'm driving all over like a madman because I'm trying to get to the pharmacy, but for, and every one of them closes between 1 and 2 o'clock, or between 1.30 and 2.30. And this is a new phenomenon that is a great inconvenience to the rest of us. So, Tony and Matt Blaze, I, 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 I went into uh, Walmart, right? And I maybe it's just me. I want you guys to help me before I go back to the calls. But... Uh, I, I bought some uh, chicken wings, right? With Tyson chicken wings. And, you know, they have the uh, Walmart version. Everything I pick up or the popcorn chicken, half of the bag seems like it's air. And only half of the bag, as a matter of fact, lower than half happens to be the product. Now, guys, I want your opinion. Is that just me or have you noticed the same thing as well? I noticed that also. Um, it's like a bag of potato chips now. You know, exactly. with, never with hot air and, and a few chips and few chick, few pieces of chicken. And, and, of course, for the full price. Yes. For the full price. Hey, Blaze, have you noticed it? I noticed it, but I, I think it does go by weight. So I don't know. I mean, I guess we should weigh the bag to see if they, if they make room for that in the first place. In other words, the bag is already too big, and then it, it makes it look like it's less. But if you go by the weight, that's printed on the bag if it's the same weight. But, yes, it, this has been going on for a long time, especially with the bags of potato chips, that you feel like it's like not even three-quarters of the way full. It's like halfway full and the rest is air. You know, guys, I, when when I was a little boy growing up, we could go to the corner of Bodega now, the, the, the pop wasn't good for you because it was probably all sugar, but you could buy a, a, uh, like a pineapple pop and a bag of Wise chips for 25 cents. Now, you know, you guys are talking about the bags of chips. I'm telling you guys, it, it, it's so bad, it almost makes me put the items back. Now, I, I hear you, Blaze. You're saying it goes on weight. But then I say, well, when they pump it with air, does that, in, does that add to the weight? It's just, I... I Maybe maybe it's just me. It just seems like the bags are half full. It's called false advertising. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, guys, guys, thank you very much. You know, you know, I I really do love um, going in Walmart, trying to find the lowest price for every product that I'm looking for, and they do a Costco on me too because I go in there to spend twenty dollars, and then the bill says one hundred and fifty or up. All the time this this happens. Let's go right back to the telephone calls. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Marano and the other side of midnight. Let's go to Vincent in Brooklyn. Good morning, Vincent. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. And the reason why the potato chips 
uh, look like there's more air in it that chips is. I knew a dude who owned a, a Bonton distributorship, and he says that the air is in there so the chips don't get all busted up. But in regards to the, the caller, that uh, articulate lady that called before you went to the break, liberals and those pro-Hamas protesters are the first ones to talk about people's civil rights. But they're the first ones to take away yours. Like when they blocked that bridge and there were people on that bridge that were stuck, a dude that had to go get pick up his daughter, another dude that had to find a way off the bridge because his wife had to go for her chemotherapy. What, as you pointed out, what if there was somebody in an ambulance, a person or a pregnant woman or any scenario like that? That, as that lawyer, I heard I was either on your show or, that, or Frank Morano said the other night, you could be held liable for that. And they should be held liable for that because if they want to, like when the nurses protested recently at Robert Wood Johnson Hospital for their pay raise, and a couple of months ago, they just walked in front of the hospital in a circle, chanting their slogans and carrying their placards. You step the line when you are, you're blocking my freedom to go about my daily business, and then to boot, these fools don't know that they're making enemies in the sense that you're, you're peeing off people. Put it that way. Whether it's the, like uh, these people who the other day were mad at him because of that, uh, the storm at, uh, Floyd Bennett Field, he closed down the school. You're putting a lot of people in the lurch when you do stuff like that. These protesters and some of the things that uh, Mayor Adams doing, but Mainly, once you start denying me my public, my public right to free access to where I'm going, that's even equivalent to, and I'm not downplaying this, the stuff that they did to black people in the South, when people like George Wallace and those racists down there did stuff like that, blocking schools, what are, what are they doing? But for a different reason. One group of people is doing it because of, of the color of their skin, and the other people are doing it because they're crazy maniac terrorist supporters. Bottom line, and they don't they, they don't know anything about the real world. They just know what these communist teachers are teaching them at, at uh, Queens College and stuff like that. You know, Vincent, I couldn't have said it better. What the way you just uh, wrapped up that uh, that comment. And, you know, we had a caller earlier, and I could tell his heart is in the right place. But he was like, oh, you know, they shouldn't be sent to Rikers, and no one should be denied a no, hot they shower. Should go to the joint. They should go to the joint. They should get a taste of what somebody who years ago, if they were fair jumping and stuff, would be, They were, as they were used to say, I, they went through the system. And you know what I mean by saying that. Yes, when yes, 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 yes. They don't even stand on principle. So right. you want to protest. So then why are you trying to beat the charges in the courtroom? Exactly. Go protesting. You, you got a, a beef to pull? Go protest in front of the, the Israeli uh, embassy in Manhattan. You want to protest? Go walk in a circle with your signs over there. Right. Well, Vincent, thank you so much uh, for the call. Let's go to Max in Manhattan. Good morning, Max. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Uh, good uh, Good evening, uh, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. Um, kudos to the guy who got out of his truck, who was just, you had uh, his, you had him recorded and talking. He was apologizing to some extent uh, how he handled himself, but I think he handled himself very well. 
And, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I think it's a good idea that you see we see a lot of these people out in the street now blocking traffic and uh, so that everyone can see what trash they are. It was just, uh, you know, it was just happening from uh, concerning October 7th. You have certain groups paying attention. Now when they're blocking traffic and they're blocking roadways, everyone's paying attention and everyone's blood pressure is going up. So what that guy did, I think he's maybe he set an example for us. Well, I, I just hope that somebody doesn't lose their cool because it's very easy to get back in the car and floor the gas pedal. And should that happen, you may be looking at manslaughter or murder charges. And and nobody nobody wants to go through that. You know, it's it, I, I just I don't understand what their real goal is. I mean, I think I do. The real goal is that they hate America. And, you know, they, they just they lead miserable lives. And but anyway, thank you. Thank you, Max, so much for that call. Robert in Philadelphia. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? How you doing, Dominic? It's good to talk to you, man. It's going to be a calm call because I just wanted to touch on what the uh, gentleman a few callers back with the people using the e-bikes and using Uber accounts and, and renting them out and stuff like that. Um, I've been um, doing that. Uh, for several apps for a couple of years, I, just for context, I have over 25,000 deliveries, so I've seen a lot. And I can honestly tell you that in the last six to eight months, there has been a rash of drivers who don't speak the uh, language. And and what, what, I, what I notice, they're all driving Priuses, them electric cars that nobody wanted to buy. And they don't speak the language, and it's causing problems in the industry. Okay, because the customer's satisfaction rate for all of them is going down as a result because you have people that can't speak. You have to communicate with the customer most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I I can't help but think there's something bigger behind this because it's electric cars that nobody wants being given to new immigrants who how do they get a license in a car if they are just getting here and can't speak the language. Now, just for context. I used to say, are you here legally? But now I say, why are you here? Because if you're here for a better life, I can tolerate that. But it's it's the people that the other gentleman was talking about, the ones who want to take and Guatemala, Honduras, and I'm sorry, I keep forgetting the third one. Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua have sent 60% of their inmates here. A lot of people don't know that. They are cleaning after jails to send them here. That's why you're seeing so many uh, males without families. And it's getting scary, okay? And I think there's something behind this that should scare the hell out of all of us. And I think folks like you that can look into stuff like this so that it's not just some guy from Philadelphia who sounds like a lunatic, but there's something going on. You don't sound like a a lunatic. You're, You're making a lot of sense. But I do have to step in, Robert, because I'm short on time. Thank you, and I want you to have a wonderful weekend with your family. I'm now joined by Frank Marano and the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing well. What do you have coming up on this Friday? Morning? All right. Well, we're going to get things started with uh, Ask Frank Anything. And obviously, there's um, there's quite a bit going on in the Middle East right now with respect to these uh, Yemen strikes. We're going to try and get a hold of someone in the Middle East uh, who's knowledgeable about this to uh, give us an update on exactly what's happening there. And I'm going to be joined by a uh, professor who's also an advisor to NASA, who hopefully will explain why this um, lunar mission, which took 
off on Monday, it, why it went so badly, and what that means for the future of space travel. So we got a lot to get to, that's for sure. So, Frank, I, I have a question here. We're I'm going ready. into the weekend. Mm. When you get off the air sometimes, I, I do this when, when I get home, I will eat a, a heavy meal that I shouldn't eat. Do you ever do that? But it's it, more breakfast time when you get home. Yeah, it Rarely when I get home, uh, just because I'm so tired, usually I go right to bed. A lot of times I'll grab something from the kitchen here. Uh, you know, some peanut butter or you know, as a handful of peanut M&Ms which I find kind of keeps me awake for the ride home. But it's the, it's the same thing as what you're doing, basically. Ah, okay. Well, folks, I, Frank, by the way, have a lovely weekend. You folks, too, my you friend. want to keep it right here. Frank, Morano on the other side of midnight is coming up. One of the best shows on radio. Do me a favor, folks. Have a great weekend. Don't let the migrants get to you. I will be back Sunday, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Talk Radio 77 WABC.